Europe's financial crisis didn't end with the elections in Greece. Today's focus was on Spain. It's struggling to finance its debt, forced to sell bonds at record high interest rates. If that continues, the government might have to seek a Greek-style bailout. Spain has already received $125 billion in loan guarantees to prop up its banks. The country's bigger financial institutions are actually okay. They didn't invest heavily in so-called toxic assets. The problem in Spain lies with a host of smaller local savings banks, or cajas. They took too many risks. And as the world's Jerry Haddon reports, they lacked proper oversight. So this classical dance teacher from southern Spain... Her name's Isabel Cambronero. She's on her honeymoon in 2007, and as she tells it, she gets a phone call. It was the head of a local savings bank called the Caja Mediterráneo. The banker tells Cambronero she's been chosen to sit on the bank's control board. Surprised, Cambronero tells the guy she doesn't know much about finance. He says it doesn't matter. You just need common sense. Turns out Cambronero was chosen for the control board job through a lottery, a lottery for customers. These cajas, essentially old-fashioned Main Street savings banks, but not for profit, would reserve some seats on their oversight commissions for regular folks, depositors, and choose them by pulling their name out of a hat, so to speak. Cambronero accepted the job, and the roughly $30,000 it paid to go to a few meetings rubber-stamped the bank's investment plans. It seemed to her a great arrangement. In all my time on the board, she says, I never saw anything questionable. Everything had the okay of the bankers. I never knew we were having problems. Not until 2011, when the Bank of Spain was literally intervening to save the caja. Cambronero's story is driving lawmakers nuts. You see, Cambronero has been telling it to a parliamentary committee in Valencia, Spain, where the bank was located. This incredulous lawmaker asks, how is it possible that everyone just believed what the bankers told them without questioning anything? It isn't logical. For example, did you know that your bank had money in offshore safe havens? Here's Cambronero's response. It's a bit crazy, she said, not to trust the very people working for the bank. It was their bank and mine. I hold it very dear. It was like a second home. It doesn't occur to you that they're going to do their work badly. It's like when you go to the doctor, she said. You have no reason to doubt his word. Critics of Spain's caja say besides clients, the control boards were stacked with political appointees who earned lots of money and who had an interest in turning a blind eye. So by the late 2000s, you had 45 cajas controlling nearly half of Spain's financial system with essentially no reliable oversight. While no one was looking, what did they do wrong? First, here's what they used to do right. Lend locally to neighborhood businesses, to families. This worked for more than a century. Then came the construction fever of the 1990s. When Caja Mediterráneo collapsed last year, it was investing 98 out of every $100 in ladrillos or bricks and mortar. As you probably know, the construction bubble here has burst in technicolor. But it gets worse, because lately the cajas, instead of making loans to struggling Spaniards, have been investing in government bonds. So if the banks go under, they could drag the government down with them, and vice versa. Economists call this a feedback loop, like when you put an electric guitar too close to an amplifier, and the squealing gets louder and louder. To make it stop, to make saving the banks and the government easier, you have to separate them again. 
But economists and European officials say for that to happen, European banking rules need a radical overhaul, an overhaul that could take years. For The World, I'm Jerry Haddon in Barcelona.